That's the longer, longer half. Okay, let's go. Hey, Hill. Oh, hey, Hill. Hey, How's it going? Stuff over here. I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing well. I feel like we haven't recorded in forever because we actually have not. No, it's been two weeks or so. Yeah, we had a week without an app for Thanksgiving, and then we aired our we aired our app with Orion that was recorded. Uh, oh yeah, I guess it's been three weeks. Yeah, weeks before, so it's been a while. It's been a while. Been a while. Yeah. Well, Thank glad. you for everyone for listening to that um to the app with Orion uh, from Third Eye Blind. Yeah. Uh, that episode's done really well, and um, I'm pleased. I listened to it myself for the first time on the way uh, out of town this weekend, and um, I love it. It's great. It's a really great. It's like one of our, one of my favorite apps. For sure. Yeah, it's got more plays than most of our apps from the last few months. Yeah. And that's the app that put us way up on the podcast charts in Ireland. Yeah. Number two. What did it say? Number two. Number two. That's nuts. We haven't. Have we ever been in single digits before? No. I think we were in like single digits in like the Republic of Georgia. (laughs) Maybe. Or like the island of Jersey or something like that, but not anywhere. Not a not a major. We were number two, an Apple Podcast under music commentary in Ireland, and number twelve under the category of music so amazing huge so we have a lot to go over here and I think we want to do it kind of quickly really quickly um what do you want to start with well tonight was the last night of uh, Bono's book tour in Madrid so yes. that's that's a wrap um, I'm sure he's, I, I wonder if he's relieved that it's over, if he's sad because clearly he enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, hopefully he'll come up with something similar to do in the future because that was a, such a unique show. Performance experience show. Yeah. 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 So, um, I would, it, we're recording this by the way on Monday November 28th, and it will air on November 30th. It is season four, episode 39. We should say this stuff in the future, because I feel like sometimes when I go back and listen, it's like, when was this? Um, (laughs) So I would expect that we'll see Bono pop up somewhere on December 1st, because it's World AIDS Day, and he always does something um, in support of Red. Yes. So their next event, all four U2s should be at the Kennedy Center Honors on Sunday, November 4th in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. And why did I put 2024? 20, that's weird. Anyway. It feels like that's coming. <laughs> yeah. And then, which we've not announced this yet. Right. We've not, we've not announced this, but... um. The following day, on December 5th, um, we will be attending a, it's called An Evening with Bono in Conversation with John Meacham at the National Cathedral in Washington, D.C. We'll be there. 
You put you put featuring the garden featuring. in the audience. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't specify where we would be featured, but we will be there. And all three garden tarts will be there. Garden tart Amanda will be there also. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And guests Lauren. And guests Lauren. Yeah. Then hopefully all of our boys will be heading home for the holidays and get some rest and yeah. relax and enjoy having yeah. some time off because it's been a while for Bono. Yeah, he um he's done like a year worth of promotion in the last m- few months. Yeah, a lot. Um, but we, yeah, we're so excited to see him. This wasn't something that um, we saw coming. Yeah. And he just texted me and said, tickets. And I'm like, got them. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much the whole conversation. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if you're going to be in D.C., just yeah. give us a shout out. I still have stickers in my purse and business cards. So we'll give you some swag. For sure. And, um, we'd love to hear from you. It was beyond flattering in New York. Um, just your recognition and everything. it was, I, I didn't expect that. I know it was so great. It just very humbling so and meet people. Um, speaking of, we have, um, I've asked on the Twitterverse for fans to send us in voice memos after they've seen the stories of surrender performance and we have a few of them and they're just it, it's just so nice to hear all your voices and just I I feel us in your emotions <laughs> does we play those right now yeah hi it's Chris and I was lucky enough to see Bono in Manchester and it was really unlike anything I'd seen before it's more play than concert and really much more than I'd hoped for Weaving stripped down versions of YouTube songs into the passages of his memoir, Bono's speaking and singing voice is an incredible form. Just wow. Bono is a gifted storyteller coming as he does from a long line of traveling salespeople on his mother's side. And the show is deeply personal, moving, and just a joy to experience. And I'm really, really thankful for having had the opportunity. Thank you, Bono. Aw, thanks for that, Chris. That was awesome. That was so nice, Chris. Okay, and here's one from Misty. Are you ready? Yeah. I took my 11-year-old to see Bono for his book tour at the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville, Tennessee. It was so epic. We stood outside to greet him as he was entering the building with all the other fans pushed up against the gate, the security gate. And when I saw him, uh, I got such great footage of him. I saw him. I said, Bono, I chose you when I was 15 years old. I chose you at my as my favorite artist, as my favorite band. I chose you. He looks at me and he points at me and he said, I chose you. <laughs> it was so awesome. Bono, talk to me. And I've been a fan forever. Um, I'm 47. Um, and that was such an epic moment. The book tour was amazing. And um, I'm grateful to have went. Oh, man. Bono sure knows how to make you feel seen, doesn't he? Yes, he does. That's awesome. He really is a gift. We've got one more. This is from Carleen. Here we go. Hey there. I just listened to the latest episode. uh, And I just want to give you guys some feedback. 
I totally agree with you. Not a lot of people are talking about uh, the opera climax uh, of stories of surrender. And I have tried not to talk about it too much online because I was trying not to do spoilers for anybody because I know I was very uh, avoidant of any spoilers. I have to say that without a doubt, um, you know, when Bono started talking about Miss Sarajevo, it transported me. Music is amazing in that it is linked to your your memories in such a way that the only time I've ever seen you two front row was in 2005 at the Vertigo tour. Um, my husband and I went and it was his first U2 concert. It was actually his first concert ever. And I had really wanted us to be able to go front row. Uh, that would be like a dream come true. And we ended up getting Vertigo, Vertigo, Vertigo. And anyway, we were front row uh, in the elliptical and Bono sang the Pavarotti part. Uh, and it was the whole, that whole experience was just mind blowing as you know, because you've seen you two up front. Uh, quite a few more times I'm sure than we um, and I it just brought me back to that memory and I was there with my husband and it just made me smile and like just because that's a really and Vertigo in particular is a very special song to us which is a whole nother story but um, anyway I ended up thinking about that and just being transported back to that memory and how special it was to see him up close and personal and sing the Pavarotti part. And I, my brain was like, I wonder if he'd ever... And then he like totally went into the opera part and I was just like, oh my... I just was completely delighted and felt a tremendous amount of joy over it because it, it's really fantastic to follow someone for so long and I really honestly feel like he's like on the next level in terms of sounding better than he ever has and it was just very moving and I didn't know any of the meaning behind what he was singing but you could feel it because he's obviously such a conveyor of emotion and such a great conduit and um then I saw that's the one thing is I read um, PJ's review of it and she kind of explained what like the lyrics of it were and man that just was incredible that part and the one thing I will say is like it brought the house down and everybody jumped to their feet and just like standing ovation and so it was just amazing. And so I just want to give you that feedback. Like, I think anybody that's gone probably hopefully has the same feeling about it, but nobody's talking about it. So I just want you to know that I'm totally right there with you. And it was, without a doubt, um, the highlight. Um, and the whole experience was, obviously, you already know, I've, I've said that it was so incredible. Um, a night that we'll, we'll never, ever forget. Fantastic. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. No. Oh, thanks, Darlene. That was, I just felt like that, that really embodied us being like, why is no one talking about it? Right. I think about that all the time. Why aren't people talking about it? But I, I love our listeners. That's just, thank you so much for taking the time to yeah. talk to us. And, and more of you have written stuff to us as well, tweets and stuff like that. And it'd be hard to go through and read them all. So we wanted to share the audio ones. Yeah. So thank you. Okay, so just a little news ahead of the Kennedy Center honors. Um, the Washington Post had this article, and it was 
mostly just, you know, the history and stuff we've all heard before. But uh, one of the things Leary mentioned that that he if the band tours in 2023, he will likely not be joining the band because he has to have surgery, I assume, on his back. Um, we've known he's had I mean, he's had back problems for 25 years plus. Right. Um, and we've seen there's been pictures of them in like rehab facilities or sports medicine places. And um, yeah, um, so it's no surprise. It, it It's troublesome to hear that he might not be on a tour. I can't even imagine. I can't imagine the band doing that at all. I was talking to my brother and um, he said, you know, it, maybe it would be one of those things where it especially would make sense if they're going to do. Vegas, like like they've been talking about with a residency that they have several, maybe they have several like massive drummers join them for, you know, however long, you know, a a period of time. When we were talking about this, my brother and I, we went to pick up my niece from preschool today and in the car and we both had one clear drummer in mind who could be that superstar drummer. Who would you, who would be your first choice? Well, I just assume that y'all pick Dave Grohl. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Conversation, obviously, Jeremy said, you know, he had one clear one in his head, and I said, I had one in mine, and he's like, Dave Grohl, and I'm like, absolutely. Yeah. And he said the same thing. But that's just such a different energy and such a different show. Um, <laughs> wonder, I wonder how Larry's son is on the boat. That's interesting. Taylor Hawkins' son. Right, right. Get out those Foo Fighter songs. Right. Well, I just, I thought, I mean, obviously we're all on the same page. I'm loving this, actually, that everybody. I mean, there's no other answer. There isn't, there isn't any other. I mean, who are you going to pick? Ringo? No. No. He's the creative term. Anyway, um, (laughs) but Dave Roll, but I mean, I could see having, you know, like, for certain nights having like featured drummers sit in for him. So it's not like he's, it's a replacement. It's just like a fill in for a night here, a night there. And like, they could maybe, um, you know, rotate. I don't know. I don't like the idea. I don't want, I I feel like they're not, um, though, you know, obviously they've had situations before, but they're not. stand in would be Samuel Sullivan I mean logically because he knows what he's doing right Um, but I like the the only idea that I've really actually liked was to have like a superstar right not one but have like have you know different ones for different nights so that it doesn't feel like you know there's a replacement or anything it's just kind of special yeah a visiting yeah. Um, so we'll see. I I cannot unless they have an obligation that they absolutely can't get out of. I I it's beyond my comprehension that they would do anything about him on any kind of multi-show level. No. Event. Um, I, like that's the thing. Like like the, my thoughts and this again. I don't know anything. I I'm not an expert in anything, but I I would assume that they wouldn't start like a fresh tour that it would that it would be they maybe would have someone fill in if um 
you know, they have a residency that's already, the plan's already, if, if they have a residency that's already in place. Right. Um, so, um, but we don't, we don't know the details of this. I mean, it could be, right. I assume it's Larry's back. This is our assumption. We don't have any, we're not experts in this subject. We don't know any more than anybody else does. Right. So getting away from that, just like this little tiny paragraph that had like two or three sentences from Larry was just like, like, what the fuck, Washington Post journalists? Like, you don't hide this, this bomb of an information. In the middle of nothing. In the middle of nothing. And it's kind of an all over the place disjointed. There was like a new quote from each band member or something. But and it was, I don't know, it was hard. It was hard. But it just made Larry sound like every other quote, every other band member's like, this is great. This is great. Guitars, guitars. This is great. This is great. And Larry's like, this isn't fun. Right. And I really, really hope that he is pissed to be taken out of context. That's my hope. And also someone pointed out, I was glad to see this on the YouTube Discord because Larry called it a benevolent dictatorship which actually apparently we first and they shared a clip from 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 this guy down where flood describes them as a benevolent dictatorship so that's not and that's how they work well right so that's that's not him being like that's not a new thing no it comes across as in the article as as you know well the band's going to go on and do what they want to do and leave me right that's i that's guarantee. We spend a lot of time studying every word and move this band makes. And um and Larry gets ornery, but he's not breaking news this way in the Washington Post. No, no, it's not. It's it really is screwed up. I really you're right. It's not and it doesn't mean he's happy. I mean, maybe there there's stuff he's unhappy with. Like that's um part of relationships you know right but um and obviously he's doing some I mean they they redid all those songs songs are surrender songs they um apparently in, in the middle of this guitar god <laughs> album right so like is he playing is he using drum machines like I don't know what he's doing I don't know what's going on um no one does but they're working together. Someone noted that he's the only band member that didn't go see Bono's show. Yeah. I don't want to. The thing is, he very well could have. He could have. Actually, you're right. He could have sat we back. Don't know that he wasn't there. I mean, there plenty. He could have been in New York, and we just didn't see him go in. I mean, there are plenty of ways around it, all of these venues. I mean, the people who went wanted to be seen. Right. Okay, that's a good. That's true. Yeah. I couldn't imagine that he wouldn't see it if he could. Right. And I mean, and also for all we know, he couldn't go and, you know, Bono sent him videos every night or whatever. I don't know. Um, They're like Snapchatting back and forth. Yeah. I would also like to mention, so that a lot of people are saying that the Dublin show, like a lot of people that, you know, seem to know a lot, the Dublin show was recorded and, I read several different places where people were like, clearly, that's the next fan club. You know? They were all recorded. They're all recorded. 
and it's clearly not anything. Every one of the shows had a thing saying, as far as I understood, I know New York did. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure I read that Chicago did, Nashville did. Um, they all have a thing saying that they're being recorded. They're going to record everything. Everything right. is content and everything is archivable. Right. So it that doesn't, just because, you know, one person saw a sign that said Dublin was being recorded doesn't mean that's a, a clear... I mean the the DC yeah. one of the DC shows I went to for um you know for E and I was it was being recorded and it was recorded with cameras like not your regular cameras like there were camera crews everywhere. Have we right. seen hide nor hair of that? No. <laughs> so there's no obvious anything. It would be a nice fan club guest. Oh, it would be really nice, but I highly doubt that that's actually it, it doesn't sound like your average fan club. No. Yeah. No. It's going to be a DVD of one of Bono's book shows. You would think it would be, I mean, I would assume that it would be a U2 something, not necessarily just Bono's book. Oh, so going back to that article, the, there was one other interesting thing in the Washington Post article, and that was that, I love this with Gavin, that, that, Bono wanted to take Edge with him. And to me, that's like, I don't want to go anywhere without you. Like, he's like, why would I want to do something scary without Edge? Right. <laughs> and Gavin told him that then it's too, I forget what it was, but it's to you too, but this would be much braver. Yeah. And I, and I love that someone, someone said somewhere, one, Gavin's always right. Two. If Gavin's wrong, refer to number one. <laughs> <laughs> I I love, I mean, you know, again, we do, we've been doing this for a very long time. We've seen, you know, many different Bonos over the years, but we've never seen a Bono any, anywhere like the Bono we've seen yeah. at the, these, these performances. And it's a brave, it is, it is a brave, just, absolutely amazing Bono that I'm glad that we've had the chance to see it and not that it wouldn't have been amazing without it, it would have been not that it wouldn't have been amazing with Edge it would have been but there would have been a void where yeah where's Adam and Larry where this was, was just Bono yeah. and you know god I can't say enough hey speaking of amazing things that Brene Brown podcast with yeah. Bono. so he did um it was part of like it was sponsored by austin city limits or part of austin city limits he did um a conversation with Brene brown who was one of the most amazing researchers and writers and podcasters whatever out there like and a huge youtube fan huge yeah fan. her podcast is on spotify only it is called I listened to half of it yesterday um and it is amazing and she gets uh unlocking us with Brene Brown it's two parts there's like a 45 minute one and like a 30 some minute one I've never heard him be like oh shit this is gonna be real (laughs) yeah yeah. it 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 is like I mean she quotes a lot of like philosophers and stuff that I'm just totally that are not in my realm of understanding 
Right. Um, and I felt like most of them Bonham got it, but there were occasionally one where he was like, cool, you know, <laughs> like, who? Yep. <laughs> but, but it was, it was, it's really, really cool. It's, it's a great listen. He, she definitely gets him outside of his, his self a little bit. Yeah, and outside um, of his comfort zone. Yeah. Um, one of the things that they mentioned several times, and I'm not sure that we actually went into great detail about this, but they, she talks about in the, in his book that he mentions that after his heart surgery that he, uh, the doctors commented on his lung capacity. Well, we have a story about this that I don't think we actually mentioned lung capacity in in our video uh, mm-hmm. um, but he, we we were with Bono in Detroit we were smoking cloves he smoked a cigarette yeah. and he smoked down that cigarette like faster than I've ever seen anyone sm- like he it was bizarre but that's yeah. some lung capacity that I don't think people humans are supposed to have which is super bad when you when it comes to smoking yeah and I guess really good when it comes to singing because (laughs) um I mean he he like his single drag on that cigarette was like I mean he smoked it down in like two drags crazy it was crazy absolutely crazy we've been talking about in that context his lung capacity for 25 years <laughs> that what but not about the, how it relates to sing. no we we have not put we've not ever we've used the words lung capacity but we've never put it together with singing we just talked about oh smoking um but anyway yeah you should really listen to that i'm i'm heading back uh i'm in maryland right now i'm heading back to virginia tomorrow and then back up to dc on sunday um man I'm tired <laughs> I'm already tired um tired for this yeah yeah and um anyways so we uh so I have a lot of driving to do but I'm gonna listen to part two um yeah. it's a shorter gonna, one yeah I think I might um even though I've gotten through I'm not even halfway through the book and I I'm proud of myself because I said I was going to read it in 24 because that's how I read books. Yeah. I'm enjoying this so much that I'm making myself like put it down. So I haven't, but I think that when we were driving to DC, I was going back and forth between making a playlist um, to listen to with Lauren, but I might. No, I think y'all should start listening to the book. Apps that she doesn't listen to. I, I have a little. I have five fifty left. Five hours fifty minutes. Yeah. In the in the um audio book, and I've been I, Octum Baby Kelly from Octum Baby did a review of the audio book, and I was like I'm gonna save this till I'm done with it, and she's like Don't rush. When it's yeah. done, it's done. And the end is a delightful surprise. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we'll see. I, I I'm not gonna say what. I'm not, I'm not, she, she alluded to, I don't know what it is, but she alluded the content, so. Well, here's, if you can think of some, um, apps that I should make 
are ups that I should make Lauren listen to. Let me know and think of what our some classics are. I listen, and this like I need to mention because I listen to pop, our up on pop and our up on Zuropa on the way up. And man, sometimes we're really smart. <laughs> sometimes we're not, but sometimes we're really, really smart. And those charts notes we take it's what comes out of our conversations yeah it's uh but that pop I was so proud of, I'm I don't think there is another app that I'm as proud as I am of our pop app yeah we we just tore that record I mean we in a good way but I mean it was we did with even though we love that album we had such little tangible information and thoughts about it yeah to talk about until we really dug in yeah Oh, definitely. I didn't, almost all the information was new to me, either yeah. in my head or, you know. Right. Um, okay, so we, we're going to record next week when we're in D.C. I don't know what the, hopefully it'll be about what we see in, <laughs> at the National Cathedral. Yeah. Um, hopefully it'll be about that. Who knows? Um, but we'll record next week. And then we have an app coming up that's going to be a recap of the year in pop so for 2023 we have no idea like we had such a good plan for 2022 the year in pop all pop all year we're definitely not going to have a year that's all all that you can't leave behind no but that is our next tart talk it is our next tart talk i mean we might have another that's our next album tart talk yes um for sure we don't have a, a an idea of when that's going to be. Um, I mean, it came out in the fall. I know that. Um, came out in like October. Yeah. So we're not going to, I don't think we're going to hold out on that until October. Oh no. I don't want to do that. But so we don't know. Next year is just going to be a big question mark. I mean, we need to have a full book report. Book report. Book, book report. report. Like the Colbert report. Yes, report, yes. Yeah, uh, a book report. Um, we need to do that. And um, we need to do another app of good stuff. Yes, we need a good stuff app. And maybe we'll do like, I don't know, some, an app about B-sides or something. We've got, and I assume we'll have plenty of news. Yeah, I, I yeah, I think from here on out. I think after the holidays. Yeah. Oh, they're talking about the songs of surrender coming out next year. Yeah. That's what that art at the yeah. Washington article said. And that kind of makes sense. I mean, that's that's no shocker because I don't think it's gonna come out in the next couple of day, days. In the next couple of weeks. Four weeks. Um yeah. I mean, I think we'd know about that would be on our radar if it was coming out before the end of the year. Right. Right. I'm yeah. sure they had some kind of plan with it, promotion that has to do with, with the book. With the book, yeah. So, yeah, so we have we have lots of, and hopefully we'll come up, we'll have new VIP guests, and um, I don't know who, but. If you're a VIP, or know a VIP, <laughs> and you have been dying to be on a podcast, yeah. you may submit your name. For review 
<laughs> the answer is yes. No, I don't want to promise anything to anyone. No. But when we it, all, we, yeah. the truth is we don't have a lot of people banging down our door. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, here's the thing. Obviously, our angle is to have the band on. <laughs> I don't want them all together. I want them... <laughs> Are you hearing this for the first time? I have no idea. <laughs> That's the reason why we have a podcast. Oh, God. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot. Okay. <laughs> but I don't really want them all on together. No. I want, I want them individually on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just made that decision. I'm, I, I, I'm here for that, yeah. Yeah, so... Anyway, um, but we, you know, we we would love VIP guests, and um, if you are Bono or no Bono, please let them know that we'll be in DC this this weekend. <laughs> yeah. For whiskey and cake. Wait, we're always game. Yeah. Yep. And if you have some extra seats at your table at the Kennedy Honors. I don't think it's tables. If you have some extra tickets. Yes. Please, Wristbands. please. I'm so excited. I need. We need to figure. I'm sure it comes on PBS, but we need to do some research and figure out when it comes. It, it airs. Summer 28th. Summer 28th. Okay. Because I watched. I mean, I'm. I've watched it a million times, but I never really thought about what went on. But it's on the no, very end of that Washington Post article. Oh, okay. You know, the band doesn't. The the band, the celebrities who are honored, don't perform. Right. It's other people performing their their work. So I'm curious to know who do you think anybody could be there? Yeah. December 28th at 8 p.m. on CBS. On CBS? I would have guessed PBS, but yeah. yeah. So we'll be in town that night, but we will not be there. Yes. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. And yeah. If you're in D.C., if you're going to be in D.C., let us know. We'll have drinks with you. Maybe. Maybe. Probably. It depends on the weather and it depends on, you know. If we're having drinks, we will gladly have drinks with you. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) It depends on the the author and the everything. Yes, we will meet you at some point for drinks. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Okay. Well, with that, I will say good night. We have, um, we're still all pop all year, so. Yeah. So. Boom cha. Boom cha. Good night. Good night.